Hello and welcome to another episode of the All Trader Podcast. My name is Wendy Lesishi. And I'm George Me. And we got a super interesting show for you guys, but sorry, first and foremost, for not recording last week. I can't remember what happened. I think I was on leave or something, but we didn't record again. Uh-huh. And I uh, thought maybe I'd apologize because I had somebody send me a message saying, what happened, dude? Wasn't I away? Were you away? I don't know. Well, Why are you apologizing when I was away? Well, I'm apologizing on behalf of- You, you could have just sat you by yourself and put a, you <laughs> I know, I, th- I don't think people want to- Cardboard cut out you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we actually have a cardboard cut out of you somewhere in the office. Oh, do we still have that thing? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Hopefully I can find it. I'll bring it into the show. <laughs> just, just out of interest, why do you have a sticker over your camera? Um, you know, this, you're probably the third person to ask me that today. Um, it's a habit that I've always had. I used is, it a gamer, is it a gamer issue? I've just always been paranoid. And I used to, before I was at Autotrade, I was at a, like a fintech company. And I don't know, they scared, they scared me. They scared me straight. Okay. And, now I just, and sometimes I do find the little green lights turning on, but I, I, I realized it's FaceTime that I accidentally press. Oh. But yeah, it's, okay. yeah, it's just a... I wonder if that's a thing. If, if people get spied on through their... If, if people actually get spied on through their own webcam. I'm sure, I'm sure it happens. You know, because I think that light has to turn on if the cam's yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think you can get around that. I don't think any hacker can switch that off. I know on, it depends on the, on the, the hardware you have. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you do on, on it. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get that run on the Mac so easily. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can. Yeah. Anyways, last week was one of the most incredible races I've seen in about two years. Um, so you know what? Last week was an example. Singapore is what we're talking about. Yeah. Was an example of how Formula One should be. Oh, it used to be. Well, that is the formula. No, of, of did, good, I can't remember when racing. it used to be that way. What, close racing? Yes. Throughout? I mean, the last good, what? 10, 20 years, yeah. laps. Yeah. No, the last 20 laps of that race. Yeah. Maybe 15 laps of that race was nail biting. Mm. It was absolutely. I haven't, I haven't. Don't shoot me for this, but I was actually in Hamilton's corner <laughs> for that race. I was like. After two years, what, three years now. No. Finally, it finally just, you know, he, slowly converting you. No, you won't convert me. But <laughs> I mean, so, so I'm, the, the, who I'm supporting at the moment yeah. is not even known to me. I mean, at the um, beginning of the, of the season, you had, you decided that you were going to be racing for. Alonso. Yeah. But then I liked the way Norris was driving yeah. and, uh, you know, um, Leclerc sometimes kind of like, but uh, Perez. Hmm. Yeah, Perez fell off. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, nonetheless. Um, so. Last 20 laps. Who I'm supporting mm. is anybody at the moment mm. that can beat Verstappen. Mm. Mm. That's who I'm supporting. Yeah, 100%. I'm, I'll th- put think, that shirt on. I think everybody literally in the world, all, all the, the, the F1 community, um, that they, they kind of they were fed up with what was going on. And um, to be fair, the only reason why we had such a, a brilliant race is there's clearly something that was wrong with the, the Red Bull car. And it just allowed for, you know. Well, I mean, the, from what I read, it was a regulation that the FIA imposed around yeah. the flexing of the wings. Yeah, there was a new directive. Yes. Um, so, but they, they denied it. The Red Bulls completely denied it. And they're saying that they're actually seeing some improvements. So Suzuka might be the real test. To see if yeah. It's a, so was it the Singapore track or, um, or, you know, was it the wings? Who knows? Yeah, it's hard to tell. Well, no. I mean, Suzuka will tell. Yeah, Suzuka yeah. will tell. Plus, I think another thing is Horner did say 
um, that they did anticipate before even that be before testing um, or before practice that they they were anticipating that they're going to have some issues. So let's see, let's see what happens. Was this after the directive or before? After the directive was released, so they said anticipated. Yeah, yeah funny. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I was, I was, you know, what I was impressed with is, is Hamilton. Mm. He he took that race maturely. Mm. He was calm. He was calm. Even he though was, his car was faster at one point, it was just like he was faster than Russell. Than Russell, in yeah. my opinion, mm. he was faster than Russell, and that's kind of usually they're neck and neck. Mm. But he was faster than Russell. They should have let him pass. Mm. Like when when they changed tires, they should have switched those drivers. Yeah, um, and uh, and I reckon he would have got a shot at maybe being second on the podium. He was third. Yeah, uh, maybe he'd have had a shot at being second, maybe first. Yeah, um, but what a masterclass by by science. I mean, what he was doing in terms of slowing down that was to make sure that strategy. The, yeah, one one masterclass one one. That was brilliant. That wasn't even one one. That was flipping doctorate level stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, that yeah, was, that was, was, was genius. Was I mean, to, done, yeah. to, to help, uh, Lando, mm. um, get DRS mm. and to slow down enough to just keep Lando in the DRS mm. was very clever. Yeah. It's it definitely, and you know what? Lando did the right thing. He didn't try and overtake, overtake signs. You realize that he's a, he's a sitting duck and he needs yes. him. Yeah. So he, like if he would, if he was going to go out to fight science, yeah, uh, then I reckon um, uh, Hamilton or uh, Russell would have passed him. 100%. Uh, really sad to see what happened to Russell. I think he, you yeah. can see the, the experience is not there yet. Um, but, you know, that's what racing is. And yep. I loved every no, minute of that I loved every minute of that race. It was unbelievable. I think I think the Red Bulls will be back eh, next week, to be honest. Um, no, they're going to, they, but they, I don't think they're going to be as dominant. As fast, yeah. they, they're going to be now equal. Yeah, yeah. And that's good. Let's, that's let's, good. let's throw the bones and hope it, it continues. <laughs> How, what, what would it take for Verstappen to not get the championship? I was trying to do the calculation the other day. I think it's it's almost in the bag. You'd have to like lose every single race one. and uh, You'd have to win every race now. Well, the next person. Whoever, oh, you know, whoever. Okay. I, think, I don't think it's in the bag completely, um, but I think there's still a chance that he could lose it. But I mean. The lead he has is just is not if they not if they drive like not not if the car was like Singapore. Yeah. So if Suzuka turns out to be a disaster for yeah. them, that's over. Yeah. I reckon. Let's see. Let's see. But the season's back. I'm so happy. <laughs> Moving on. So I read an interesting article the other day um, about this new concept and phenomenon called car sharing. I don't know if you've seen any articles. Or yeah. I mean, I've seen it around the well, seen of it around the world, yeah. and uh, it's it's. It's really, it's it's another version of uh, it's like um, rentals. Well, yeah, it's another version of rentals. It's not ride sharing because mm. ride sharing is, you know, when you share a ride with someone else that maybe owns the car. Yeah. Um, and you might pull and pay for that, um, but this is this is a case of your car standing for most of the day. You're mm -hmm. in the office and you park it outside and somebody else comes and they're able to rent it from you. Exactly that. Um, and it's through an app. So it's not like you have to go to like a like a, you know, an Avis or whatever and, and fill in affidavits and stuff. It's all through an app. Um, and they have little depots and people renting out their cars you can use. Oh, I don't know if I did. I think we actually spoke about this if you would rent out your car at one point. We're talking about if, if in the private capacity, if you're willing to do that, yeah, we did. So we did a we did a little survey on the on the platform, and fifty yeah. percent of people said they wouldn't. Yeah, in but South this, Africa, that is. But this is a service where they've taken you know 
they, they have enough cars um, ultimately um, and you go through the surface and not like a, a, a personal person. Um, and I don't know, I'm not so sure if this is the, because I, the article that I read was saying that this could be the solution to a lot of the mobility problems in South Africa, specifically mm. in urban areas, um, which makes a lot of sense. I think um, a lot of people are thinking about how they, you know, reduce costs um, and it's something that could work. But I don't know if it's more efficient than like just getting like an Uber or like a Bolt. It's probably cheaper because uh, um, you know there's no there's no layered uh, marginal costs. So cheaper for who for the for the user of the service? Yeah, for the user of the service. I, I, I would I would imagine it's cheaper, and that's because you're dealing except for the apps you know, whatever the app takes as a as a commission. Yeah, but uh, you're dealing directly with the owner of the car. Mm. Um, there's no third party in the middle, mm. you know, um, as I say, except for the, the commission is, that the app might take, yeah. which I don't know whether that's expensive or not. Um, but with uh, uh, with the ride hailing services, you know, mm. it's quite complex. There's the ride hailing services fee, then some of that goes to the driver and the ride hailing service actually controls it, um, you know, so so there's lots of layers of cost there. So the biggest, I think the biggest, in terms of a user who would be doing this, the person who would do, be doing a car sharing service would be someone who wants to go in a shop, for instance, or extended use. Whereas I think the big difference with ride hailing is just A and B, drop me off. Yes, it's more extended than ride hailing. Yeah. Um, and uh, um, But it's also short term, because otherwise you might as well just do a subscription. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, know, you might as well do a proper subscription where you... Have the car for three months. So, so this is this is it's kind of so it's maybe not, it's in between that kind of three months and one day. Yeah, exactly that. So it's it's almost like if you're on a trip and you don't oh. want to go through like a, rental a traditional car rental business, then this is the, the cheaper version that you could do. Yeah. Mm. Um, will it work? I think it can only work in urban areas. I think that's the biggest limitation of this sort of thing is, you know, I don't think you'll have. Uh, the service being that accessible, specifically now when it's still new in South Africa, at least. Yeah, um, I just, in rural I, areas. I mean, my personal opinion would be I don't see people mm. allowing their car to be used mm. during the day, not right now. Mm. Um, so, you know, will it, will it get to scale? Maybe in uh, twenty years, you got to you got to really not care about what's happening to your car in order to let it happen. You can think about that. Yeah, like if you had to put your car into the service. Personally, I wouldn't. Yeah, there's there's, there's no way I'm gonna trust anyone exactly um, to to do that. I mean, there are services out there where I think they they're paying people to do exactly that. Mm. Um, if you have like four cars, for instance, and you're not necessarily driving them, makes a lot of sense. Um, Maybe if you've got a second car, or and insur- they, they take care of insurance, the service at least. But on a personal capacity, I, I don't think it's wise. Um, or you could buy a car and put it into that service to make money. Exactly. You know? um, I think that's the only way it would work. Mm. Um, and I was the article that I was reading was talking about the impact to the the moting industry because obviously that's where we play. So I was curious, um, and they don't think that it's going to have any significant impact on the amount of cars that are sold just because these services are going to be buying a fleet, essentially. Um, but car ownership in personal capacity, I think, might decrease as a result of these sort of things. Yeah, I mean, um, there's no there's no data to support that car ownership will decrease. Mm. 
I mean, as a matter of fact, we've got constant growing car buying yeah. and selling on our platform. Exactly so, that, yeah. so there's no there's no data to 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 back up the fact that car usership mm. is a thing of the future. Um, mm. You know, as a matter of fact, coming out of COVID, people use the ride hailing services less. Yeah, or used the ride hailing services less. It might be back to where it was now, but um, you know, even young people, younger than you, started a journey of car ownership. Yeah. That's, I think that's what it is. I think when these services first started coming in, people were like, they're going to replace car ownership. Um, but I still use Uber and I still prefer to have my own it's, car. It's to, a utility. It's, exactly. It depends on what you're doing. What the situation is, what yeah. the, you know, If you're going to go out and have a drink, mm. you'll use Uber. Exactly. Um, if you're going to commute to work, then use your car. Because it's more convenient and it, it addresses the need that I need for them. So yeah. Well, it's low cost. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Whereas uh, uh, going out for a drink, once one time thing, one time thing, very often. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what happens. Um, I know there's a few services that are creeping up. Um, let's see how the space grows. I mean, mobility in general is cool, especially specifically in, in our country. Because yeah, it's a bit of a buzzword. Um, you oh, know, mobility. Not, not not very much has bucked the the trend of ownership, buying and selling. Mm. Nothing. Not much has bucked it. Globally or uh, in the context? Globally. Yeah. Um, people, people still, still own their own cars. Buy cars and own them the traditional way. Yeah. It's the cheapest way. Yeah. Um, it's it's by far the cheapest way. I mean, the only thing that'll probably change that is if the technology changes. So like, robo taxis. Exactly that. Yeah. yeah. I think you know, the, maybe, or people putting in in this in this type of service, mm. in terms of. Uh, um, uh, car sharing, mm-hmm. should I, yeah, car sharing. Um, in this type of service, if you create a little business that has three or four cars and you put it into the service, mm-hmm. then you've got a business going there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But people's personal cars in that service, still gonna, that person's still going to have their own car, right? Yeah, they'll have their own car, which isn't in the service. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, but putting your personal car in there, like you said, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, personally, I'm. Yeah, no, not <laughs> not here. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, have you have you looked at, into any of the income or costs of that uh, of that service? So I know that um, the, the one service that I did look at, they would pay you seven thousand rand on average. That's kind of the like they they draw card, um, seven thousand rand a month for your car to be used. Um, oh, so the, so the platform pays you. The platform will pay. You don't pay per ride. So I don't know if there could be different models. Um, <coughs> so I think it just depends on the service you are, but the, the one that I saw was they'll pay you 7,000 rand for your car to be used by the service. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Some cars, in terms of your your financing, might even be more than that. So it takes a very specific sort of scenario where that would be applicable, Yeah. I think. Yeah. Moving on, speaking of on the same topic. So we just launched car subscriptions. Um, so I was hoping that maybe you could give us a crash course on exactly what that is. And why anybody would well, anybody should should like consider that option? Well, I mean, let's uh, uh, let's just kind of tell everybody what we've done. So, as Auto Trader, we're a car marketplace, right? Yep. Um, we connect the buyer and the seller, mm-hmm. and we try and I mean, what we're doing over time is trying to digitize the journey in between the buyer and the seller. That's what mm-hmm. we're trying to do. Um, a lot of that fulfillment still happens in the dealership, and I don't see that going away very very soon. And the reason is because car buying and selling is complex. Mm. It's a complex thing. Mm. 
Mm. There's lots of players involved. There's the bank, insurance companies, finance, FICA, um, licensing, licensing yes, um, yeah. the buyer themselves, the seller. It's not just about the car being bought or the car being sold. So there's a lot of complexity there. So that's the first thing. Um, inside that complexity, there is an inherent problem, and that is um, finance approval. Mm-hmm. Mm. More people get disapproved for finance than get approved. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, that's so, so, so there's a there's a whole contingent of people who can't get into a car because they just can't get funded. Mm. They can't get financed. They, they might have a job. They're earning a salary. Um, they might have bad credit history. They might have, um, you know, been in COVID and lost their jobs and uh, and they've got that hangover and and banks might be turning them down because mm-hmm. their criteria is, 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 is stringent and they can't get over the hurdle. <clears throat> so, so what else do you do? I and mean, you, you, Ride, ride hailing. Ride hailing, expensive. Yeah, okay. Um, okay, to come to work and back every day for, with ride hailing would be expensive. Going to a car rental, <clears throat> also expensive, same thing. Day-to-day car rental, also expensive. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at north of seven, 800 rand a day. And then there's public transport, that's the, the only other option. Which is not almost non-existent in this country, yeah. right? And, um, and sometimes unreliable. So, 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 so this is this is to address the contingent of people who yeah. get turned down by the banks, okay. effectively. Yeah. Um, so we've got a we've got a um, we've got a couple of hundred dealers that are on board, and uh, and what happens is um, we've partnered with uh, uh, with two car subscription companies, and um, and what the car subscription company does is buys the car from the dealership. Yeah. Gives it to the consumer under a rental agreement, um, almost like a rent to buy agreement. Okay, and uh, and the consumer effectively gets funded that way. So is it rent to buy or is it just? So let's say I just wanted it for six months. I'm somebody who's in the country for six months. I don't want to go through financing a, a car for six months. Is this a solution for that? Yes, because you can get out of the contract. So I, I don't have to do like rent to own. Um, I can also just do renting for, you know subscription for six months or whatever well yes because the the because the contract has exits okay so okay. so you, there are penalties to exit yeah but as long as you're up front with the with the rental company and um, i'm going to be exiting at this point yes okay and uh, and then they buy the car back from you and you know give it to the next consumer to to sell so if you want to sort of do this, what's what's the steps? You just go to the, the, the sites and then... Well, you go to our platform, up, number yeah. one, yeah. and you'll see the cars that uh, that are available for subscription mm-hmm. and um, and then you're able to apply. Mm. But I'd say first, first things first, make sure you are being turned down by the banks. Okay. Because, you know... What are the pros and cons? I think, yeah, maybe... maybe cost. Cost, okay. Cost. So uh, it's it's always going to be cheaper to be funded by one of the major banks. Yeah. It's always going to be cheaper. But if you want this as a shorter term solution, then uh, and you don't want to have to, you know, end up... Yeah, you know, I mean, the risk is higher, right? So naturally the, the, the cost is going to be yes, slightly higher. exactly. And um, I mean, this launched what? It's about, a, you know, like a, a few days ago. It went live yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it went live midnight last, last night. night. Yeah. So it's, it's f- super fresh. Obviously, we don't have any data to see, you know, how people are interacting with it. But I think it's, yeah, it addresses a serious... Not a serious, but a but, you know, kind of a prevalence issue in the country. So, you see what happens. It's definitely nice to know that there's support out there for people who need sort of thing. Well, I mean, the um, 
the, the, the reality of the situation is, like I said earlier, the, there's more people turned down for finance than they are accepted. Yeah. And that's got nothing to do with, you know, any problems in the banking system. Mm. It's just the consumer can't get funded because of affordability or because of, um, uh, because of credit history. How long does it take for you to be approved for this sort of, you know, for the service? Uh, to my knowledge, it's straight away. Okay. Yeah. So it's not like a three-day, week-long waiting. It's not even like that in the dealership. Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, if you, well, you have to wait a few. In the dealership, I mean, you get the, the bank will tell you immediately if you straight away. approved or not. Yeah. As long as you provide the documents, they'll give you an indicative kind of uh, offer and then you've got to provide FICA, proof of income, all that stuff. Same thing, yeah. Okay. Same thing, yeah. Well, there it is. It's definitely, if, if it's, you know, something that might be interested to you, it's it's on the website. Um, if you go to All Traders CSA, at the very top, there's a little button that says cost subscriptions. Now, George, before we leave, um, the team has decided to introduce a brand new um, kind of uh, show um, on the Auto Trader YouTube page called The Roast My Ride. Um, and I don't know if you've seen this on, on YouTube. There's a few guys who are doing this. I've way. seen this roasting story. Yeah. Um, where if you want to- You're going to make me cringe. Bar, yeah. Yeah. And I was unfortunately the first person that put my, my who raised my hand to get my car roasted. So um, we're going to be launching the series. And if it's something that you also want to participate in, uh, please do send us your <coughs> car and uh, the team will- You're not talking to me. You're talking about the listeners, right? Yeah. And the team will hopefully roast it. I mean, please bring your car as well. Let's, let's roast your car as well. Um, and yeah, we have a little bit of a, a teaser. Come and have a look there quick. Have you actually taken a look in the door cards? <laughs> yeah, I have. I drove the car up here. Almost uh, There's a monster sticker. There's a monster sticker in the door card. There's cologne. There's, uh, in his own words, lotion. Lotion. And there is the most sus pair of sunglasses I think I've seen. So, in my life. <laughs> it's a good what kind of sunglasses is like this? <laughs> so I was the first person who got my car roasted um, and we'll obviously be launching that in about a week or so. Um, so if you also want to participate, i got to watch this. i got to watch this, especially Wendy's roast. Yeah. The funny thing side. is, you know, you, you know what's weird there? Yeah. What's weird? Like what I don't understand. She's such a Lewis Hamilton Mercedes fan you drive a BMW. Uh, That's sacrilege. It is, it is, it is. But, you know, I mean, I like cars, I always say. I'm going to leave it there. I think we should paint his car in Red Bull colors. <laughs> Please do not do that. <laughs> oh, that's pretty much all the time we have for today. Um, but, yeah, thanks for joining me again, George. See you next week. Cheers, <laughs>